Last time on the same coin, Space Dumpster heroically saved the day after jumping into a bunker to throw a grenade into the enemy bunker. But both bunkers were Sarlax. And then I jumped out and I grabbed the Death Star. <laughs> I don't remember. Okay, we recorded yeah, okay. three months ago. I don't. It, I don't was, fucking it remember. was a month ago. <laughs> Two months. It Two was, months ago. It was yeah. February sixth. Okay. Hello, listeners. This is your host and game master, Cat. Thank you for your patience while we put the show on temporary hiatus. Moving is stressful, and doubly so when you're moving internationally. I'm settled in now, and life has started to feel normal, even if some of it is still new. I hope you're all as excited as I am to get to this episode. So I'm going to make this part quick. If you'd like to hear more from us, you can check out our other podcasts, Unsound Theories, which will be making its return imminently, and Marking It with My Girlfriend, also making its imminent return. Marking It also broadcasts live every other Friday at twitch.tv slash sosasmedia, and you can watch the VOD a few days later on our YouTube. The link, as always, will be in the show notes. If you'd like to support us, there are a few ways you can do that. First and foremost, you can tell a friend about the show. Word of mouth is what podcasts were built on, and getting a friend to listen along with you is an exciting way to be a part of the process. The other thing that you can do that really, truly helps us is to leave a review for the show on Apple Podcasts or Good Pods. Every five-star review helps new people find the show and gets us closer to being able to make even better content for you. You can also support us by checking out the link in our Twitter, at SoSaysMedia. Now, let's go back. A long time ago, in a galaxy far far away. You took flight in the early morning, and it's now, because you're not able to go into space, close to lunchtime, thereabouts, close to noonish, by the time you arrive at the Resistance headquarters. As you're flying towards this base, you see a, a mountain that, capped in snow, is surrounded by what look to be steaming pools of water. You are directed to fly and land the ship at the foot of the mountain, where you land amid a sparse pine forest, very reminiscent of southwestern British Columbia. You see the fallen pine needles, or I guess the camera sees fallen pine needles being pushed away by the repulsors as the ship lands, setting down with the 12 or so resistance guys that you have with you, and you are ushered into a cavern on the other side of uh, kind of uh, about an eighth of a mile, still American enough to use miles for my distance measurements, um, a little ways away from where you landed. There's an entrance to a cavern that takes you down into the mountain. It's actually fairly warm, you assume, based on the temperature and the hot springs that you saw that this is probably 
a somewhat active mountain in terms of it being a volcano, actually. And inside, you see people of all sorts, the kind of, like, humans who kind of got a little bit of something not so human, what Star Wars would call a near-human. People have embraced a multi-species mode of living in this place, and it seems actually to be a relatively comfortable sort of home for a lot of people. Carved into the walls, you see little, like, homes and things like that with sheet metal construction, and there's kids and families and just a whole hell of a lot of guns. SD, can I have you roll perception, but use willpower as your stat? Okay, perception. What difficulty? That's a thing in this game. Oh, that's right. There's a difficulty. We're not playing Dungeons and Dragons 5th edition. Um, <laughs> let's make it average. Exactly nothing. The vibe that you get is exactly nothing. Well, um, seems cozy anyway, aside from all the weaponry. Oh, the weaponry is an essential. But this is, um, welcome to our home. You will find that we have much, uh, how you say, uh, generosity of spirit, but, uh, not much in the way of anything else. Well, I mean, as long as you got spirits, that's really all uh, I need to hear. Uh, Especially if you're generous with them. What is your poison? Well, I mean, I don't know what y'all make here, because culturally, I would love a distilled alcohol, preferably aged in a wooden barrel. Uh, we have a space cognac. Where, where did you get the space wine barrels? To age space cognac. We also make space wine. Oh, I wouldn't think space grapes would grow in a place like this. No, we use uh, regular grapes, but the... Interesting. Okay, well, this I gotta try. We add this space in the fermentation process. That's okay. Yeah. All right. Can I get the rest of you anything to drink? Water. This is the first time in days we haven't been being chased or, like, locked up. We can at least celebrate, Plex. We're still a long way from getting out of here. Well, granted. Uh, and uh, for you, Monsieur Rodian? I'll have a calf. You got any calf? Calf? You know, hot, brown, liquid. We perks you up a bit. Don't have that. Do you have any sort of stimulant beverages? We have, um... Caffeinated... Cigarettes? Cigarettes? What? Did you say cigarettes? What? Cigar... No calf. Cigarettes? What does it taste like? Uh... Sadness? Ash? Hmm. This is... This is a We had something like that back on uh, Corellia. We called it Malort. You had the Malort. Uh... It's a beverage? it's caffeinated. It's it. The pick me up. It's it has um. It's like tea, but but it gives stronger. you like a little bit. Um, you say head rush for a few minutes, and then your heart rate goes up. And no, no, it's more of like a long term, maybe like an hour, hour and a half. Just like gives you a little bit more energy. Ah, <gasps> oh, yeah. I think I know what you are talking about. Monster. Uh, monster. That was. No, uh... You mean Monsieur? I'm sorry. He really. Whose voice is this? Look. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh... Uh, oh, oh, oh! You are looking for um. It's it's uh opaque brown liquid. Cafe. It's hot. It's steamy. Coffee. You percolate it. Sorry, what? Coffee. 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 What? Sure. Is it like? Bitter, okay. Bitter, um. Sure. Get, get me, give me a strong cup of uh, coffee, and the still just water for you, Plex. Yeah, just water. 
Okay, a, uh, a cognac, a coffee and cigarette. A cave? Uh, pardon? Did you say a cave? I did not say a cave. That is Yiddish. I speak French. <laughs> uh, okay, I will be right back with those. Um, as D, there should be a uh, workshop with uh, whatever uh, scrap metal and parts that we might have. It should be fairly obvious by the clanging that you hear. Oh, yeah, thanks. Um, I'll I'll head that way, I guess. Man, I knew I should have taken Twilecki in high school. That Gamorian class is just never going to do me any good. <laughs> <laughs> and SD will head toward clanging and banging. So, uh, Keel, as you sit there drinking your coffee, a, a little kid comes up to you. Uh... Hey, mister. Oh, yeah? Hey, buddy, what's up? Uh, I like your spacesuit. Oh, oh, thanks. It's, um, you know, I haven't really thought about it much. It's just a standard issue signer flight suit, but, uh, thanks. I, I plan on someday getting off of this planet. Really? Yeah, I got, I got a ton of ideas about how to fly away there's all there's all sorts of stuff that we could do i mean there's um so uh are you familiar with internal combustion internal combustion okay i see i've got a lot of explaining to do yeah i don't i don't know if i follow kid so um the way that it works is a fuel source an oxygen mix and then the fuel source and the oxygen, because it needs the oxygen to burn, the fuel source starts to combust under pressure, and then that burns the oxygen, and that pressures the, the piston out, and then in that motion, it fills the chamber with more fuel, and then do, do you want me to wow. keep going? So, so you're talking about, like, tiny explosions? Yeah, I've got to ride tiny explosions into space. That sounds, um... A little bit dangerous there, but uh, okay. Like, do you do you use internal combustion much, or like, kid? How old are you? Eight. Eight. Wow. Yeah, they sure are making them younger these days. Um. Uh... Well, I mean, like, they always keep. That's kind of how populations work. That was a joke, kid. Um. What's a joke? It's where you tell something funny and it makes other people laugh. Oh, so you. Ah, I gotcha. Uh, you little, uh, what's a Star Wars not insulting insult? <laughs> I don't know, laser brain. Now listen here, Pipsqueak. Who do you call it, Pipsqueak? You. Oh, okay, I suppose that's fair. <laughs> well, listen, if you've got any advice on flying... Oh, yeah, tons. I've been a pilot for coming up on 20 years now. Oh, wow, you're old. Old? Yeah. I mean, yeah, I mean, I'm getting up there in Rodian years, but, uh, old? Yeah, I mean, you've been flying for 20 years. That's like a lifetime. I mean, would have been about eight. When you started flying? Yeah. I mean, not flying, like big cargo ships or anything, but, you know, piloting a little speeder bike here and there. A speeder bike. And uh, the conversation kind of fades away as Keel and the kid kind of slink off to talk shop over a cup of calf. Sorry, coffee. The, the kid spends far too long talking about aerodynamics. <laughs> look, look, kid, kid. Thing is, in space, you're not worrying too much about aerodynamics yeah but you gotta get to space first yeah that's i mean that's trivial once you've got like repulsor engines right what's a repulsor oh right you you still use explosions to power your your vehicles yeah i think that makes them cooler don't you it makes them dangerous kid you know the number of times that an engine can catch fire just from you know going a little bit too hard it's uh pretty bad how many times has your ship been on fire in the last year? Uh, how many times has the ship caught on fire in the last year? In the like past four, month, maybe. Five in the last, like, three months. Yeah, about, like, four or five, but that's, like, 
It's not from normal operations. We were we were in combat, you know. Yeah, well, my bike hasn't been on fire ever. Um, Plex. Yes. Um, who from Gold Squad is coming with you? As um, Tizemu directs you towards a a room with a map of the world, or at least a map of the known world and the balanceologist space, as well as a like whiteboard, basically. <laughs> um, definitely Tiner. Okay. And I would think Kippen, so we can keep an eye on him. Mm-hmm. Uh, as you're, I think like you start to bring the whole squad, and uh, Jack pipes up. Uh, sir, I don't know if this is the best use of my talents i've got um i have multiple proficiencies in ship repair and i don't know that sitting around is best for me all right but you'll have to pay attention double time when you get briefed on this later uh, y- yes sir i was going to go help st <laughs> yeah that's fine go, go help st uh, okay tina pipes up captain that was a are you all right I am stressed, Tainer. I understand that it was just, um, uncharacteristically disciplinarian. Like I said, I'm stressed, Tainer. I understand, sir. It's just, Jack means well, and he's just, he's been afraid to say anything because, well, you know how good Isti is with the ships and everything. It took a lot of courage for him to speak up just now, and it seems like he... I'm sorry for second-guessing your leadership, sir, but... No, you're you're right. Jack? Uh, yes, sir. I assume sir. he's already walking off. <laughs> he comes running back and, like, salutes. Jack? Yes, sir. Please go give Esty a hand. I'm sure him and I know I will both appreciate it. Uh, thank you, sir. I'll do my absolute best. Okay, go. <laughs> he scuttles away. <laughs> you get scuttling music, ooh. Uh, so you're brought into this planning room looks like what one might consider a war room in most cases and there you find Tazemu, Zakaria, and it looks like a council of some of the older looking people that you've seen nobody here seems SD might be the oldest person here uh, just from the vibe that you're getting so there's, like, very little gray hair around them. Mm-hmm. Like, one of them has, like, a little bit of, like, salt and pepper beard kind of a thing going on, but that's about it. That's you know, a good like, sign. Yup. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so, Plex, um, I've gathered some of our leadership group for us to discuss what our plans are for the balantologist. Uh... I thought that it would be helpful to have you and your um friends. At, security at team. Security however you want to do. However you want to go about this. Uh, your um band of brothers or whatever you want to call them. Uh, the the point is that um we have been stockpiling explosives for quite a while and um with uh. Zakaria, we have a bit of a, uh, how you say, in with the balantologist? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Do you think that um, there is any way you could help us plant these explosives? Or um, assist in the planning in any way, something like that? Yeah, I definitely think we can give a hand with that. I'm pretty sure it was part of our agreement to get the ship here. Uh, yes, it was. I was just being polite. Asking classes and demanding because, you know, it's very uh, balanced to demand instead of ask. When they use that very strange tone of voice. Fair enough. I think they call it uh, but yes, tone it, 40. It, it's all marketing to me. Um, <laughs> do we? Do you have a basic plan already? Uh, yes, you know, let me. And he pulls down, like, it's one of those collegiate chalkboard things where there's the multiple chalkboards that the professor can oh, pull goodness. down. 
I miss those things so much. I miss chalkboards in general. Uh, he pulls it down and, you know, there's a fairly well-drawn map of the Balantologist's base, as well as some X's that appear to be, like, vulnerability points or where they plan on placing the explosives. And mm-hmm. there's... It looks like it's a relatively robust plan. So we have this plan. The issue is that, um, obviously we can't have, uh, the carrier planting all of these by herself. That would be too much and, uh, très suspicious, as they say. Yeah, in fact, the carrier probably should be planting a minimal of these, if possible. True, true. Keeping her away from the activity. Um, no offense, Zakaria, but um, especially with the situation and the the poise, you know how it is. I assume one of you has been injected with the poise before. Plex slowly raises her hand. You know how it is, then. <sighs> yeah, thankfully, Tina here was able to work up a makeshift remedy against it. You have, uh... Figured out how to stop the poise? Yeah, it's just a rudimentary antifungal that we were able... Well, that Tina was able to mix up. Tina, is this uh, something that you could show to people? Alright, say one not. It's uh, fairly, fairly straightforward. Just a mix of relatively common medicines. and Do you have a medical lab that I could use? Uh, we have, um... No, frankly. We do not. Um... Do you have a clean area? A clean room. We have the room where we assemble the explosives. That would probably be clean, yes? Uh, extremely. We... If it wasn't, we wouldn't have a base left. The explosives are stored apart from where they are assembled, so it's not like it's, um... A volatile is just a clean room. Is there someone here who can get the supplies for Tina then? That I don't know. You might have to. Um, I think we can make this happen. Um, uh, uh, Rindy, would you be able to show him around to uh, acquire the uh, resources for the cure? Uh, yes, of course, that wouldn't be a problem at all. Um, Mr. Tina, if you'll follow me. The two of them scuttle out. Oh, they also get scuttle music. Awesome. (laughs) Yep, everyone gets scuttle music. (laughs) And we will come back to Plex in a little bit. Okay. Esty, you hear some familiar sounds, and then you smell some familiar smells. You you get the smell of sweat and grease and oil and all that that reminds you of simpler times when you didn't have to worry about the force or dead brothers coming back to you in visions or escaping from some podunk planet. Actually, you did have to escape from a podunk planet a couple times, but it was still simpler. Your ship wasn't beat to drag. feel like I can relax for the first time and go, how long have we been here? Two days? You hear the clacking of plasteel as a clone comes up behind you. Based on the paint, it's Jack. Jack? Uh, yes, sir. Are you... I knew I was smelling egg sandwiches. Uh, no, I don't... Um, but Tina's the cook? Everyone on the Arum knows you have that special recipe for egg sandwiches, you make them like no one else. You say, oh, it's dill. The secret ingredient's dill. I have put dill on my egg sandwiches. Okay, I'll it, give you the recipe. It's The secret is that you're supposed to mix, in addition to fish dill, you've got to get uh, white pepper, onion powder, and garlic powder. Oh. And you mix that into the eggs. Then you top it with fresh dill. That would explain how zingy it is. I've always said that sandwich is zingy. You can ask, you can ask Blacks. It's got zing and pip. Zing? I like that. Anyhow, what are you doing here? <laughs> uh, well, uh, so, Esty, um, I have, uh, multiple proficiencies in, uh, 
vehicle repair. Wait, Jack. We you have stay. known each other for what? Two weeks? Three weeks? Six, seven months. I'm not good at keeping track of time. <laughs> That's right. We had that whole stint where we went back to the station and there was like a time gap again. Because we were in trouble. It's been a while. Um, and I'm only just now finding out you you know mechanic work? Well, um, it's... Yes, but um, this sounds absolutely silly, but um, I was nervous because you're so good at everything mechanical that I didn't want to embarrass myself and I oh. didn't say anything because and then Tina had to encourage um, this is I do feel I, absolutely awful right now do I, do I put off an aura of like elitism I don't know uh, I don't, no it's 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 not you sir it's um I think it's a clown thing um standing out isn't exactly encouraged among clones let me tell you jack that is one piece of uh genetic code that they ought to fix because apparently it went wrong in you you're about to stand out my friend um uh, uh, all right <laughs> there's a lot of work to do i need you to stand out all right now i don't care if you've been doing this for the eight years you've been alive, I don't, 10, 10 years? I'm coming up on 11. Okay. Well, happy birthday. Um, or that day. We'll talk about that later. Um, regardless, there's a lot of work to do and there's a lot of learning to do. And so if you are even a decent mechanic right now, by the end of this, we are going to get you to a masterful mechanic my friend i will teach you the ways of talking to a ship and there ain't no one sweeter talking than our arm that that sounds like it'd be fun i don't know if i'm supposed to say that it sounds fun it sounds wrong because a ship is not in good condition and i don't think it's fun to have to fix things okay i think us spending time together does sound fun jack frankly i don't think we've got a lot of opportunity to do that outside of that whole racing incident that we don't really talk about and like i hey i get it like which racing incident we've had a few well the one where you kind of like gambled your way into us getting yeah right um and, and again we all have our demons it's okay um but this gives us a chance to get to know each other better and i'm looking forward to that and um i'm looking forward to your valuable input as we put back together my baby. I'm also, um, speaking frankly, looking forward to getting to work with Reba because Reba's, um, Reba's the most intimidating member of the crew. Oh, <laughs> Reba's maybe the most intimidating anything I've ever met. And I've met mob bosses and apparently like some sort of Sith version of myself. Uh, it's confusing. Yeah, don't, mm, the, I don't. It's the force. Still don't really get it. Um, oh, yeah. Don't worry. I know I am not a Jedi. Let's just make that clear because there was some stuff between me and Kippen earlier and I didn't like it. Um, no, I don't like it either. No, Are you? No. It was like a hallucination that the balantologist caused. It was that weird cave they had. It was full of like drugs. Yeah, no, 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 no. Don't, don't worry. Anyhow, let's get your hands busy so your head gets out of your head. Um, that's, that's what my dad always said. Uh, uh we're gonna need a lot of plasteel. I assume your dad was a better um mechanic than he was wordsmith. No, actually, he worked as an editor at the local newspaper. Uh, it was a real interesting job for him. Um. Paid like garbage, I tell you. Um, Corellia, they do not appreciate good journalism. So the three of you get to work on the ship. You, There's not a lot of plasteel to go around, but you do get a lot of sheet metal. Interesting. And you teach Jack, like, um, airtight riveting and welding techniques and stuff like that. And there's a montage of you two fixing the ship or you three fixing the ship and 
a lot of it is hey 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 sd can you send reba over here and then reba does some welding and then hey jack send reba back and reba does some welding um and there's hey reba send jack over here <laughs> there's there's like there's a towel whipping scene at some point or uh, <laughs> uh, Reba, Reba pulls out the little chopper arms and starts twirling around. <laughs> uh, there's definitely, as part of this montage, at least one moment where you start splashing oil at each other and laughing. <laughs> I, I think like um, a, a, a piece of metal falls onto the floor and it seems dramatic and and like I think. Um, I think Jack's hand is caught underneath it. And I'm like, oh my God. And I run over and then he, he lifts up the metal and there's two egg sandwiches underneath. <laughs> surprise! <laughs> surprise! Surprise! There you go. Um, is there the gas fight scene from Zoolander? Basically, yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, that's good. That's good. So, um... And ship repair is progressing nicely, and things seem to be stabilized. Um, you know, everyone's actually having a pretty relaxing time, which is nice and surprising. Uh, Plex being able to sit down and craft a well-thought-out plan is so very refreshing for you. Not the off-the-cuff madness in the middle of space. Or off the cuff madness in the middle of a Balantology headquarters. I'm not Which getting is... turned into a droid here. <laughs> That's a downside. <laughs> Which is why it's so abrupt and so shocking when you hear a number of blasters discharge. And what then direction are they from? They're definitely coming from the outside in. And then you hear screaming. And then you hear that god-awful, goofy-ass music. And then, SD, you and Jack are... I guess I shouldn't have had you park the Orum on the outside, huh? I think Retcon. we, moved, we You we flew the Orum inside bay. the caves. Yeah. There's, um, there's, a, there's, a, there's a bay for air vehicles. They have air vehicles. Ours is much larger than any of theirs. They probably have to move a lot fit. of them outside. <laughs> um, Jack... So? Uh, go put on your armor, go get your weapon, and radio Gold Squad. Something's happening. I am going to go to Reba. Mm -hmm. Reba, Jack and I what? are stepping off the ship. There's something going on. Just make sure no one gets on here. If the Balantologists find yes, you got it. Blah, blah. Um, thanks. I'll I'll see you in a bit. Boop, boop. Blah, blah. And I'll go. Um. I'm pulling up the sleeves on my jumpsuit, and I'll go running outside to see what's going on, because clearly it's bad. Um, so something in the back of your mind tells you maybe it's a good idea to grab that broken lightsaber thing. <laughs> Might as well. Plex, you hear on the radio comms uh, a very panicked Jack saying, I think the Balintologists have found us. Everyone get armed and get ready to fight. And, you know, Gold Squad pulls out all of, pulls out their weapons. Matchstick is holding a thermal detonator in his hand. The guy was born ready for this. Cloned ready for this? Cloned ready for this. <laughs> is Tina radioing in? Uh, sir, I didn't have time to synthesize much of the serum, but, um, I've been able to dose the medical staff and instructed them on how to continue synthesizing the solution. It's just, um, am I hearing blaster fire? You're hearing blaster fire. Okay, um, Roger. I'll just go and grab my kit and, uh, do we have a central location to meet? SD <laughs> doesn't have radio because his ears still forked. <laughs> Centralize on the boardroom. Okay, that should be defensible. I'll try to find Keel and SD. Um, be safe. Keep the boys safe. Well, hurry up so it's not all on me. 
Right, so, um, I'll be over there in a second. Okay, rest of Gold Squad? Sir. Let's get some defenses up. They start pushing tables over and putting up their Rainbow Six Siege door panels. (laughs) At one point, uh, SD walks by and he's got, like, an E-Web on each shoulder. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> like bringing them into position or whatever the their version of the e-web is giant mounted machine guns that he's like <laughs> getting out to like set onto the cover mm-hmm. um so for the keel scene how many other people are in the cafeteria with uh it's around lunchtime it's actually fairly busy in the cafeteria it wasn't when you got there but it's okay. you know and... it, i mean like the crowd is petering out because you you know, they worked through lunch and everything like that, and like mm-hmm. it's kind of like early. It's 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 tea. Um, is anybody coming over to grab the kiddo? No, it seems like everyone is scrambling to find something to arm themselves with. Okay, kid, have you have you done this before? Uh, no, they've never uh, they've never made it here before. This is the first. Did you grow up in this space? Yeah. Hi. Um. All right. Okay. Stick with me, kid. Uh, okay. Try uh, and stay quiet. He makes a zipper motion on his mouth. Can I have a gun? Ooh. Do we still have that illegal disruptor pistol that we got from the? <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Oh, <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> um. I don't think so. I don't have it marked down. Um, sorry, um... Can I have a gun? Have you been taught how to use one of these? I mean, you point it at the bad guy and then you pull the trigger, right? It's not that hard. A little bit more complicated than that, kid, but... You know what? Is it? Well, you gotta know how to aim, you gotta practice aiming, you gotta make sure your safety's off, you set it on stun if you want to capture them alive, and, you know, leave it, leave it off if... I don't think I want to stun them. I don't think so either. Let's just, uh, just stick with me, kid. You'll be fine. Uh, okay. Thanks, Keel. Hey, kid, what's your name again? My friends call me Bean. 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 Like a coffee bean. Right, okay. Stick with me, Bean. You'll be fine. Okay. (laughs) Um, where is the general crowd heading? Um, you see, like, some of them are headed towards... The sounds of the blaster fire, they seem to be more heavily armed. A couple of them are, you know, starting to flip tables over and stuff like that and just try to build up some sort of defense. Um, you know, someone is jamming furniture underneath the doors to try to at least slow them down a little bit. Is there another way out of the facility? So, like, there's the way we came in and then there's, like, I guess the hangar where the... uh. Or yes. quote unquote hangar where the the arm is. Oh yeah, those are the basically the two main methods of egress. Okay. Um, if you can survive lava, you can also go through the volcano. I'm gonna go with uh, no on that one. Uh, at least uh, at least to start with, that'll be a plan B. Keel is gonna slink out the back of the cafeteria and head towards the place where the arm is. Bringing Bean with you? Bringing Bean with me until I can find, like, a place that is reasonably further in and, like, where people are congregating who aren't necessarily fighters. I gotcha. Okay, so you kind of make your way towards the Aurum. You get the impression that no one here isn't a fighter. Everyone does some fight training because, you know, it's a resistance group. Mm-hmm. Um, but along the way, you do encounter someone who seems to be, like, kind of in a panic, like, running around trying to, like, like, looking at everyone, trying to, like, not really at eye level, though, like, at eight to ten year old level is where they're looking so sorry to clarify this is an adult an person adult looking for looking kids. for kids hey hey you uh, uh, yes you, you oh my you have been 
Yeah, I got Bean. He was in the cafeteria with me. Okay, uh, Bean, Bean. Uh, thank you, I'm... Uh, has he been taught how to use a blaster? A what? This. And I hold out a the gun? blaster. No, we don't teach eight-year-olds how to use a gun. That's what I thought. He tried to get me to, to give him one. Look, Bean, <sighs> stick with... Hey, what's your name? Kayla. Kayla. Go with Kayla. They'll make sure you're okay. Oh, I got but... somewhere to be. Okay. Oh, good luck, Kayla. You too, man. And remember, don't push your don't push your quads too hard. Don't push your quads too hard. Otherwise, make... they'll explode. Right. And make sure that you always keep the other guy in your rearview mirror. Exactly. Ready? One, two, three. Secret boom. handshake. <laughs> It's just, they put their fists together and boom. (laughs) Okay. Okay, so we've gotten a little vignette of everyone kind of in a tizzy. Let's roll some um, force and destiny points. Do we want to do this in like uh, an initiative style or are we just going to cut back and forth? You guys are going to get together in a couple of seconds. Like, I, I didn't plan on having you fight separately. Two light side from Emma. Tell me when to stop. 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 One light side. One dark side. <gasps> ST's bringing the evil again. I mean, pretty much every time ST has access to force, it's been the fucking dark side. I know. <laughs> it's hilarious to me. Jack goes back and grabs SD because Jack knows the orders and SD doesn't. <laughs> um, Keel, you find Tina running toward the room that it looks like Plex went to before. Okay. So I assume you follow him. The eight of you plus Tazemu and a few others are holed up in this command center room when amid the music and the screams and the blaster sounds and things like that, a microphone crackles to life. You hear the... some... familiar to some. Some of you recognize this voice that comes across the microphone that says, Alec, I know you're here. You're going to come out, and you're going to come back with us, or everyone here will die. And by the way... Thank you for leading us to the resistance base. Does he mean our Alec? Uh, I don't think there's any other Alex. I I checked myself for tracker. Don't worry about it now. We'll figure that out later. Who is that? Um, to use his full title, um, he is Microsoft Zune Tarsk. Something like that. Um, <laughs> C- can you point him out? He's the one who's progressed furthest along the bridge and has the highest operating balance level. Um, I mean, I could pick him out in a crowd, I guess. He wears this really weird helmet. Wasn't he wearing, like, the highest level of stuff? Yeah, like a mask or something? And he took it off when we talked, like, face-to-face. That's right. When SD mentions that he is the highest ranking balantologist, it's immediately obvious who he is based on the elaborateness of his costuming and various accoutrements. He looks to be, as you look out, he is wearing just a plain black suit and tie. He's not wearing the cargo shorts or the, you know, tie-dye anything, just plain black suit and tie. He doesn't have a cape at all, but he does have an elaborate helmet that seems to warp his face into something completely inhuman that is resting just on the top of his head as he holds up a megaphone. Keel, I'm going to need you to take care of this crew as I surrender myself for a third time in this podcast. (laughs) Thus pissing you off further and doing the thing I promised I would not do. (laughs) This this one's not on you. You don't have much of a choice here. Your choice is go or get everybody else killed here. Oh, well, I thought I was making a joke, but all right. That's... See you, kid. <sighs> okay, Flex is actually <laughs> going to get on the radio with Gold Squad. You're in the room with Gold Squad. Yeah. I want to make sure they hear me loud and clear. I'll give a bonus to whoever takes off that helmet. I like how you think so. 
I'm getting the helmet and I'm buying space hot dogs for everyone. Oh, been a while since I've had a spog. Oh, that's such a bad name for it. <laughs> oh. I've heard that Karelian style spogs have like uh, peppers and oh. pickles and sesame, uh, poppy seeded buns and everything. And and celery salt, which celery salt. Come to think of it, could do well in your egg sandwiches. I suppose it could. We should get back to the matter at hand, though. Um, <laughs> hey, uh, Matchstick, how many grenades you got? Uh, how many do you need? Well, um, I just figure if you know we all pitch them at the same time. They can't stop all of them, right? Probably not, but uh, if we throw all of them at the same time, I don't have anything to fight with. Oh, right. Wait, don't you have a mortar? Oh, we're in a cave. Yeah, fair. Actually, I'm upsettingly probably not going to throw too many explosives since we're in a cave. At least we're we're in the big part of the cave because we parked a ship in here. Uh, maybe like one or two. Alec, I am going to cap to five. If I don't see your bright, smiling face, then they will start shooting. One, two, three. Well, here's the four. thing, Zune. You can see my bright, smiling face anytime you want. I have till five. <laughs> Damn it, cat. <laughs> the problem is, um, you ain't got much time left. Threats are for those lacking power especially vague ones like that okay then let's make a promise it's not a threat it's a promise haven't i heard that one before very clever alec okay then let's make a conjecture you and i were both intelligent people why do you want me so bad why chase me one big old idiot halfway across this planet alec you broke the testing machines your testing machines are garbage. <laughs> like, I think literally made of garbage. They were definitely just tin cans. What she said. Those machines have sophisticated equipment that, like I said, measure the midichlorians in your blood. And Alec, the amount of force power that you have is frankly quite astounding. So yes, okay. I am here for you because you are a generational talent. Here's a question, Zune. Do I have more midichlorians than you? Did you break the machine? Frankly, no. That's why it's important for me to make sure that you are set on the right path. Well, see, the interesting thing then is that you are not the most powerful person here, Zune. And I think it would be good... Raw power is useless without molding, without training, without forging the strongest iron breaks under the right conditions but when mixed with carbon and forged in the fire it becomes steel and my steel might not have as much raw manganese manganese as your <laughs> as your iron yeah you didn't pay attention to metallurgy did you uh, no i didn't Aaron. Uh, while they're monologuing each other, can I make a leadership check to try and help out Gold Squatch shooting this guy easier? Yes. Uh, do we want to roll? So, um, I, I, I just want to finish this real quick. Alec, mm -hmm. let's say we drop the pretense. Me and mine versus you and yours. Let's, why get them involved? Me and you. So that they don't get bored while we fight against each other because that would be really boring and bad podcasting to exclude two-thirds of the cast but okay fair point i'll give i'll give you that one zoom um well uh i guess blow him up guys okay and with that we are going to be rolling initiative It is two NPC slots first. So, um, what is going to happen before we get started into combat is, um, a space is cleared among the various biologists 
and two people stay standing, both of them masked, one of them caped, the other Zunab Tarsk in his full regalia. Both of them ignite real, actual lightsabers. And very gladiator, Zunab Tarsk is standing there with his arms wide, waiting for you to come challenge him. They don't, they don't know about blasters. But, they just have guns. Shoot him with a blaster. Uh, aren't they supposed to be Jedi? Uh, yeah. Clones. Look, it's Jedi. The, the uh, lightsabers reflect blasters. Order, order 69. SD, there's not time for joking. Orange sets up with his long gun and is going to fire a blaster shot out of initiative sequence just as a little, you know, little baby test to kind of get things started. Um, so that is three successes. He fires at Zune. Oh, I apologize. I did not do that correctly. He fires at Zune. Range defense? No, um, adversary three. Oh, yeah. Uh-huh. Uh, he fires at Zune, and that is three successes and four threats. Oh, boy. <laughs> when reflecting... So, Zune moves his lightsaber in a very confident flow. The blast is parried back directly at Orange. And Orange takes 10 damage minus soak. Okay. Orange is a minion. Is no longer in combat. There is a smoking hole in Orange's kit through his shoulder that goes like down into his ribs and it's cauterized because it's a blaster shot but he is completely out of it he's crumpled on the floor breathing still but very much not going to be a factor in this if you're going to try things like that at least do it to my face flex hand me your radio flex will hand you the radio while shouting criff and going over to orange <laughs> Reba, I'm uh -huh. gonna need that dorsal turbo laser. Blah, 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 blah. <laughs> On this, can't even think of a blah, word blah. to call him. Blah, 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 oh, blah, blah, blah. Reba, we need to talk about your vocabulary engine. <laughs> but blah, 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 blah. Just blow him the criff up. I hand the radio back. Plus, <laughs> it's not there, so it just falls. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> Reba opens fire, and before those before those turbo lasers can get anywhere near him, it's like he knew it was coming. He's backflipped out of the way. Again, we said that this would be a fair fight. Now, if you would like me to start executing these people, I can. A turbo laser is like a mega jewel of force. I'm aware. He is... Yeah, but like it's gotta take out some of his friends, right? <laughs> I, he, I mean, he's they're they're far. Okay. Sure, you take out some random bystander balantologists, but not anyone of consequence. So, Alec, are we going to continue this silliness, or are you going to fight me? We could also end this if you come with me. I am going to regret this. I have. One force ability I have taken. Mm -hmm. And it is pushing and pulling shit. Mm -hmm. I'm going to take his lightsaber. Okay. okay. Um, how does force pull work? Yeah, so I'm pulling it up right now. Um, the user may spend... Okay, so I have... The user may spend a dot to move one object of silhouette zero that is within... Short range up to his maximum range. The default maximum range is short range. Um, and then I have one upgrade in strength, which is I can spend a dot to increase silhouette. The silhouette able to be targeted, but I assume a lightsaber silhouette zero. So yeah. um, otherwise, I don't really know. That's pretty much the rule. It's got to be within short range. Yeah. I mean, is this guy all the way at medium? Right now, I think so. 
unless you've gone down to fight him, like, I'm envisioning you on, like, a second floor, and there's, like, a stairwell down to this, like, to, to where the Orum, kind of, that area, like, basically the hangar floor is where he wants to fight you. Okay, I, how far of a fall, uh, how, how, how tall up is that? Say, like, ten feet-ish. Okay, I'm jumping over the rail, mm-hmm. landing on both my feet dramatically, and then pulling his lightsaber to me. Okay. I'm going to say just based on the anger that you have in your heart right now or whatever, he that just, you don't take fall as far damage. As I'm concerned, he just fucking killed my friend. <laughs> no, like, there's anger. Like, I am, I am trying, for context, like, I am trying not to let that be visible. Mm-hmm. But, like, SD ain't great. <laughs> no, I wouldn't think so. Okay, go ahead and roll your force die. Um, Yeah, so I roll my force rating. Mm-hmm. Just one. I get two whites, which I'm not sure is the one I want. <laughs> but I get two whites. <laughs> According to the manual, it is the one I want. Every... Light side result generates one force point the character may spend to fuel force power abilities. Every dark side result generates no force points and is disregarded. Force sensitive character may choose to allow one or more dark side points to generate additional force points. Uh, consequences of this are grave and affect the individual who gives up it to his temptation. Uh, in order to do so, you're supposed to flip destiny points from light to dark, so on and so forth. Okay, I'm going to have you make a discipline check. It is going to be contested. Okay, do. I'm going to spend a force point. You're welcome to. Mm-hmm. Four successes and an advantage. Yeah. Um, I rolled three successes and four advantages. You pull the lightsaber out of Zunabtarsk's hand, and it flies directly into yours. You are illuminated in a soft yellow color. As the lightsaber glows next to you, you've kind of instinctively taken a stance that is very reminiscent of Form Form 5. I guess maybe you did more forging than you realized, Zane. <laughs> oh, Alec. I've never been more proud. Shoot this fucker. He pulls the lightsaber from his nearby friend's hand, just like you did, and starts, like, doing a bunch of parries. Uh. Sensing the opportunity, Matchstick turns his guns on the guy who is now lightsaberless. Are we... Who? What slot are we on right now? Um, I'm gonna be honest, Emma. It's all been kind of... It's a little bit of a Calvin Ball combat. So if you if you have a thing you want to do, you could jump in at any point. Um, I, I'm kind of enjoying the more cinematic combat that we're yeah. doing right now. So... I guess while Esty was on the radio, Plex darted from her position to go check on Orange, getting his helmet off and... He's he's breathing, but he's knocked out. Like, I think Tina had also dove over to him, but doesn't seem nearly so panicked because he has a HUD readout of his squad on his mm-hmm. helmet. So he was more or less able to see that Orange was... Severely injured, but still breathing. Is he going to stabilize? So, um, we need to get him some back there, but I think he'll... I I need to... Something... So, I don't know what to do. Grab his arms. I'll get the legs. Uh, Yes, sir. And we're going to lowly, like, low to the ground, get him behind all the barricades further into the room. Mm Mm-hmm. And Plex will, like, just remove... Her whole belt that has the stems and the Bacta supply. Yes, she bought a Bacta supply at the start of the game that I've never used. Yep. Hey. <laughs> I planned for medic stuff here. So they'll do that and Plex will just tell him, like, okay, get back to the line. I'll watch him. So I I can't leave 
a man down like this. I, I need to stay with him. I need to make sure that he's you're like, not, I need to... You're not leaving him. I've got this. So, but it, he's my brother, and I, I can't leave him. He's... It's... Tina? Sir? I need you to trust me right now. I did pay attention to the Academy. Actually, Plex, can I have you roll a um, hard leadership check here? Okay. I got uh, three successes and... Or two successes and three threats. Cool. I can work with that. Yes, sir. Understood, sir. Tina gets back out on the line and you know has his blaster pistols ready. He's kind of... You hear overcomes that he's telling the men that Orange is okay, or hopefully will be, and that you're taking care of him. He, he kind of relays that information. He says, it's probably best for us to limit use of blasters for the time being so no one else gets hit. Or at least don't target the lightsabers. <laughs> so firstly, Flex is going to grab one stim mm -hmm. and use that. Okay. Then, I guess just applying the, uh, back to, to the entrance and exit wounds. Yeah. How far were we from the, uh, explosive assembly room? Relatively far. Okay. So it's not even worth yelling for a medic. <laughs> I don't think there's any medics available. A lot of people have, or at, a lot of people have already been shot and injured. Like, they came that in guns sense. blazing. Yeah. The medic team is very busy right now. Yeah. There is another balantologist, is there not? And he's without a lightsaber at this moment. This this other guy does not have a lightsaber right now. Cool. Keel's gonna do the thing. Um, I'm going to take my heavy blaster and point it at the non-Zune balantologist and fire. Okay. What's my difficulty? Um, you are at medium range. My gun is a medium range weapon. Then it is easy. Um, actually, I'm going to pull out both of my blasters. Okay. Um, fire with both of them. That upgrades the check by one. Mm-hmm. How many and force And I'm going die? to spend a dark side to upgrade it one more time. And how many force points do we have? You have three available to you. I'm going to spend a point to upgrade. Sick. Uh, that nuts out to... I thought you said six, and I was like, these are not new projects. What do you mean six? <laughs> I heard thick. <laughs> uh, cancel. Cancel. I'm left with one success... Sorry, two successes and an advantage. Um, that deals... How does that work with... You have to spend a success on each weapon. Oh, wait, wait, wait. Okay, so... Wait, wait, hold on. It adds a... Right, because I have the set trigger on my light blaster. It adds um, a success and a threat to the first combat check made with the weapon each encounter. So the advantage cancels out, so that's three successes total. Okay, so the one with the set trigger will do one extra damage. Cool. So that's seven plus that's fourteen total coming up. How much how much damage does he take? He takes six damage. Takes six damage. Okay. He gets shot and he reacts like he's been shot by a blaster. He has like basically gets torn through some like arm muscle and he looks pretty gnarly, but he's otherwise relatively okay. Guns. You wanna use guns. This is a these these are actually blasters, so I don't care what you call them. They're blasters. He Akil, you are immobilized until. I'm sorry. What? You are immobilized until the start of his next turn. I'm sorry. He what? Reaches out with his hand, and you feel yourself stiffen, as though you're being grasped by a large, constricting. Let's just say. Like you're you're being constricted by a um uh Rodian swamp snake a Dianoga sure like you're being <laughs> no because you canonically got you you idiots canonically don't know what a Dianoga is that's <laughs> <laughs> true <laughs> um Flex does so Tina he's does. like distracted and using the force on him and stuff mm -hmm. I rolled two white pips. Mm-hmm. Can I do another yoink? <laughs> on what? 
the lightsaber. Oh, he doesn't. No, the person who's doing the force hold is not Zuna oh. Parsk. Okay. It's Dang his it. buddy who is lightsaberless. This was retaliatory. Besides, I do think it's Zune's turn. Okay. Given everything that's happened so far and the fact that he hasn't gone and the fact that he is definitely first in the initiative order. But he doesn't deserve a turn. Because he's been a bad boy. Rushes towards you and in an instant he throws his lightsaber at you. It spins. Um, you could go ahead and try, but you might lose a hand. I just catch it. That <laughs> doesn't work like that. He's used his ability saber throw. I'm going to have to make a lightsaber check. Uh, boop. Since it's ranged, it's gonna be that. Two successes. Okay, dope. Uh, you are going to be taking seven damage from this lightsaber as it returns back to his hand. Let's just say it hits you non-lethally in some way, shape, or form as he throws it at you and closes the distance and is now right up in your face with his lightsaber set. He's definitely form threeing it. He's got the Obi-Wan fingers pointed out stance going on. Um, and I assume soak doesn't apply because it's a lightsaber. Um, it ignores one point of armor and ten points of soak. Oh, oh, oh. Okay. Takes his lightsaber dueling stance and he says, This, Alec, this is what I've been dreaming of. Strike me down and I shall become more powerful than you can ever imagine. We both know that's horseshit. <laughs> <laughs> End of episode. Checks with Dice is a production of So Says Media. To support the work we do, please go to Twitter and look for our pinned tweet. The game featured in this show is published by Edge Studios in compliance with their unnecessarily strict fan content policy. Please remember the best way to help the show is to leave us a review or tell a friend. Word of mouth is the number one way a podcast gains new listeners. This episode features Aaron Cotter as Plex. Aaron uses they-them pronouns and can be found on their Twitter at Adorabold. 40 Under 40 gay luminary Erica Rebecca Belsauce played Space Dumpster. Erica uses any-all pronouns and can be found on his Twitter at Belsauce or on their Twitch at Belsauce. That's B-E-L-S-A-A-S. Emma Hissel played Keel Krennic. Emma uses any-all pronouns. You can find them on Twitter at Nocturne Musings. It also featured me, Kathleen Hislop. I use she, her, it, its, and z ear pronouns, but mostly she, her. You can find anything and everything I do on most platforms at SaftyCat. It's a new, it's a new at this week, gang. Z-A-F-T-I-K-A-T. It's a Yiddish joke. All music was written and performed by Sounds Like an Earful unless otherwise noted. Visit soundslikeanearful.com for all of his other tracks. Sound effects used are published under either a Creative Commons Zero or Creative Commons Attribution License. Where attribution is required, it has been given in the show notes. Thanks for listening, and stay wizard. Hey Erica, why is your wall panel display the Italian flag today? It's Star Wars. <laughs> it's like green and uh, red. And white. That's it's a Italian sound. Star Wars. <laughs> it's, hey, what's the matter, you Anakin? <laughs>